Hello, everyone, and happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. Today's episode is an audio only. I'm sorry if you went to the YouTube channel today looking for the podcast. It is not there because my eyelid looks like a golf ball. <laughs> I have a um, sty on my eye. Very annoying. I just didn't want to get on camera. It is what it is, but there is actually a vlog on the YouTube channel. So if you want to watch that this weekend and hang out casual style, that is there. Um, today though, I, this is actually my second time recording this episode because I feel the first version, I, I rambled for literally 32 minutes. And although I think what I said was probably valuable, helpful to someone, I do worry that it came off a little ranty, right? I, I always want to have you walk away from these episodes with something that you can apply to your own life. So I'm going to try it again, try to be a little bit more to the point, take the focus off of me personally a little bit and tell you a little bit more about what I have learned from recent failure, recent stress, um, recent, yeah, <laughs> wild things going on. I posted an episode about a month ago talking about the YouTube invalid traffic situation and it's still going on. I'll give you like a two minute recap and we'll try to keep it quick of what exactly is going on. So basically YouTube is flagging some of my ad impressions or ad clicks on my YouTube AdSense, you know, account as being fraudulent. And it's not just me. It is many, many creators, specifically creators who are in the education space, the tech space, uh, anything where people are kind of learning from somebody. And I've even seen just this very sweet, sweet man who is um, teaches people how to garden, like how wholesome even he is being flagged by this. So it is happening to a lot of different people. If I had to guess, I would say 99.9% of us are not doing this intentionally. I certainly am not. There are a lot of theories on why this is happening, everything from ad blockers to AI. And that's kind of the one that I actually, somebody said it to me recently and it totally dawned on me. Like, yeah, that's probably exactly what is going on. I'm going to do a what's new in social media episode next week on Friday. I have some things I want to share with you all about AI and the literary community because that is that that's happening right now. But the long story short is, yeah, it's probably AI bots crawling SEO friendly videos. And uh, that is registering to YouTube as being bot traffic, invalid traffic, etc. So that's the two minute recap. I'm happy to chat with you offline more about it if you want an update. But for me, my ad revenue got cut. I'll be super transparent with you. I don't always like to talk about numbers because I never want it to come across. I don't know. Numbers are just so, I don't know. Numbers mean different things to everybody. But my YouTube AdSense, the amount of money that I was being paid for the ads that ran on my videos would usually be around $4,000 or so per month. And this month coming up, my check will be about $700. So I did the math. That's about an 82% difference. If I can do math correctly, maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. Somebody can do the math for me. It's a big difference though. It's a big drop. Don't worry about me. I'm okay. I have never relied on YouTube alone to make my income, but it does definitely change things. And I wanted to share this with you just because a lot of you may be going through change right now, whether it's something going on in your industry, in the economy, you know, a client, you lose a client, 
you lose passion for something. I mean, there can be a million reasons why you're dealing with loss or change or struggle right now. And I hope that you can take my story and apply it to your own in some way. So the first thing I want to say about the whole situation is I've actually learned a lot from this situation and I am actually, dare I say, a bit grateful for this situation. And that's kind of how I'm trying to go into it. I'm trying not to sit here and woe is me. Like I'm in a very fortunate position because I have diversified my revenue because I have been really conservative with my business finances, you know, because I don't overspend those kinds of things. And I'm in the position where I don't have to panic about it. Now, long-term, if this keeps going on, yeah, we're going to have to have serious conversations about whether or not I keep making YouTube videos. But for right now, I can try to, here's where I get a little bit woo-woo, I can try to take some of the messages that the, I don't know, universe is trying to send me, if that's something that you believe in, um, or or just, just take the situation as it is and just say, hmm, how can I take advantage of this situation? How can I um, move forward from this situation? What good can I find out of this situation? And for me, with the YouTube AdSense thing, I'll tell you, it, it has given me a couple of things. One, it's given me space and freedom, which is something that I have been uh, very much asking for this entire year. And, uh, you know, I've been go, 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 go since the beginning of the year, really since late last year. I've been go, go, go for somebody else every month, every week, every day, really, it feels like. I have worked with clients, marketing clients. I've worked with coaching clients. I've worked with students. I've spoke on stages. I have made YouTube videos and podcasts. And while I love doing all of those things, I also have not had a moment to breathe and say, Latasha, what do you want to do? What creative work do you want to do? What business work do you want to do? Uh, what's, what's really lighting you up? Um, and I've been going through a lot of things as we all do in my personal life that I haven't told you all about. And, I'm okay, but you know, I need a moment to breathe and that's what I've been asking for. And while I'm not going to quit doing YouTube videos, it certainly takes the pressure off (laughs) if I realize, hmm, I'm not really impacting this paycheck that I always looked at as kind of a steadier, uh, one of my revenue streams, something that I could rely on pretty predictably every month, even though it wasn't everything, it wasn't my biggest revenue stream. You know, it was it was something I kind of treated it like my my day job, if you will. Well, now that I don't have that, I don't have to show up to my day job nine to five, Monday through Friday, perfect timing, everything. And of course, I care about you all who listen and who watch the channel. So I do have, you know, feel feel some sense of obligation to still keep up a schedule and do my best work and all of that stuff. But yeah, it's okay. It's okay if I have a sty on my eye and I don't want to push myself to record because I am not going to feel my most confident or most healthy or whatever. So it's given me space. The other thing is it's given me creative freedom again, which is another thing that I've really, really been struggling with. Uh, One of the exercises I like to do when I work with coaching clients, or I talk about this in my membership group, the Freelance Friday Club all the time, is look at your top five values. There's plenty of little values assessments out there for free on the internet. You can just look at a list of top values and pick yours out. And mine are, actually, let me pull up the list. Mine are number one, inner harmony. Okay, so we just talked about that, right? Space, time. Number two, peace, similar. Number three, health. Well, when I'm running around uh, on a hamster wheel, I'm not feeling very healthy. Number four, creativity. And number five is success. 
We don't see money on there. Now, success could be tied to money. Sure, one could argue, but uh, it's at the bottom of my list. And also, I'm a big believer that success is defined in many different ways. And sure, money is an element of that for me. Being able to provide for myself and my family and all those things does give me you know, joy and pride and make me feel good about what I do. But Honestly, when I'm not doing work that makes me happy, when I'm not doing work that I'm proud of from a creative perspective, I don't feel my best. And I certainly am proud of all the work that I've done on my YouTube channel and on the podcast. I absolutely am. I stand by, I think, every episode. I haven't listened to all 600 recently, but I think I do. But I also think that I was kind of following a routine. I was following a pattern that worked because it worked, right? I started my YouTube channel because I wanted to create, I wanted to have fun, I wanted to share things that were going on in my life that I thought were cool, I wanted to make friends, and it turned into a business. And I think this is kind of the the blessing and the curse of every artist or every creative person is that when it starts to become something that makes money, you lose some of that original meaning, some of that original passion. And uh, you you lose some of that original creative control because now you're not the boss. You're not the boss of what you're making. You have to listen to what the algorithm wants so that it pushes out your videos. You have to, of course, listen to what you all want, which I certainly still am. But when it comes to, we're tying back to this AI theory, right? The, the content that is being, it appears, uh, pulled from it seems, is a search-friendly content, right? It's the five tips to becoming a social media manager, the how to start a garden, uh, the best you know microphone to buy this year, which is really unfortunate for all of the creators who make that content and really put love and care into it. I would consider myself one of those people. However, what that does do is it opens the door for maybe some more creative spins on business and entrepreneurship. Maybe I don't and shouldn't be creating for an algorithm for a search engine anymore, especially if it's only going to be ripped off by an AI bot, but I should be creating for passion. I should be creating for creativity's sake. I'm not going to change what I'm doing. If I didn't make this episode, you probably wouldn't know anything was changing, but I am leaning into things that maybe are not quite as algorithmic, uh, at least in this season. And that might mean that I lose views, right? That might mean that I don't go quite as big with my videos and I'm learning to be okay with that because number one, as mentioned, I'm not getting paid a whole lot for YouTube. So honestly, it doesn't really matter, but also, you know, it's kind of hurting me to go viral. I had a video that got like 10K views in a weekend, which is pretty good for me. And I really do think that is the one that triggered all of this. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Of course, I'm going to take this moment to remind you all why it is so important that we have diversified revenue streams, and I don't want you to feel called out or feel bad about yourself if you are only relying on one revenue stream right now. I want you to just take take my advice here. I don't ask for you to truly take my advice very often. I'm just simply sharing my journey. But truly, this is why I feel free in this moment and I'm not 
feeling panicked. There are lots of creators who are being affected by this. I'm sure there are many, you know, people in the entrepreneurship freelance community in general who deal with losing clients and don't know how to pay their bills or whatever, or feeling like their business is going to be over. Some people do lose their business because of one or two clients dropping out. So I'm holding space for that and acknowledging that that is a very real thing. And even though some of my revenue streams are very small, when I actually have sat down, I've been doing a lot of digging through the financial paperwork since this issue has really kicked off to figure out how much money do I really need to make up. Some of the revenue streams that I've always considered to be very, very small are actually quite large. Affiliate income is one of those for me that I am realizing I can pull the lever on it. That doesn't mean I'm going to be spamming you with links every day. Don't, don't worry. But I was realizing the amount that I make from affiliate income is about what I was making from YouTube ads, to be honest, maybe a little bit lower, but now I'm realizing, all right, could I double that income next year by simply putting a find of the week in my newsletter or something like that? Listen, we went from around 4k to $700 a month. That's definitely a, a bit of money to make up. Right. But when I put it into perspective and I sat down, and I thought about it, you know what? The thing is I've actually made way less money from YouTube before. You know, I started my YouTube channel making $0, not having any idea that you could make money from this, starting it because I liked it. And then I made a little bit of money. I probably made, you know, around $700 a month for like years. And so technically I've been on YouTube for 10 years. Technically I've made a little bit of money, a lot longer than I have made a decent amount of money on YouTube. And while it doesn't feel good to go backwards, it never feels good to go backwards in anything, right? What it does do is remind me that I am an incredibly capable and incredibly resourceful person and that I have survived on this before. I have encountered this before. And so I'm thinking in my mind, you know, what did my life look like then? What did my business revenue streams, what did the makeup of my financials look like then? How, how can I tap into some of those other revenue streams again, if I even feel like I need to? Um, or want to right now, truthfully, I think I'm going to take a little break as mentioned and focus on some things that I really want to work on because I, because I can, but when it, when it comes time to hit the, hit the pavement again, I've done it before and I can do it again. So keep that in mind, whatever you're going through, you know, there's some cheesy quote of like, uh, I don't know, you've survived your, all your worst days or something, right? Like you've survived so much already. So to let one setback make you want to throw in the towel forever, I don't want to see that for you. And I certainly don't want to, don't want to see that for, for me either. This is a part of entrepreneurship. As much as I don't think it's fair, and listen, I'm not trying to cape for Google or YouTube. I think it's messed up. I think they owe creators transparency. I think there's a lot of, a lot of issues going on here. But at the same time, this is what entrepreneurship is about, and this is why it isn't for everyone. And I don't say that saying that I'm better than anyone because I am an entrepreneur. No, it's just it's just not for everybody. And, and these are the times when I'm like, oh, my gosh, having a nine to five would just be so much easier. But, you know, grass is always greener because yeah, there's a lot. OK, um, the last thing I want to I want to take you to and just something that I've been kind of ruminating on with this all. And when I'm thinking about what kind of content do I really want to create, because if I'm doing it for a very little amount of money now. I want to make sure that I am really having fun in the process. And I'm going back to 
why I started in the first place and what made me happy, number one, but also what helped me grow a following. And yeah, doing how-to content, doing five tips to become a social media manager or whatever, like that certainly helped me grow. But something else that I did was just be really real and just a normal human and be really authentic and share my highs and my lows and the building phase. I mean, you all, some of you all at least were with me when I was still working a corporate job, side hustling. And, and I want to get back to that somewhat. So it's hard. I'm going to be honest. It is hard because things are different. I mean, I second guessed the original version of this podcast all week. I had like a pit in my stomach about it and I don't think it was bad. I just, when I first started, there was not that many people watching or listening. And now I feel this pressure to always be delivering value, 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 that it can be hard to just share the struggle or just share what's going on or just share how I'm feeling. And I always try to turn it into a lesson. I always try to make it useful. So it is not just this, you know, narcissistic, like, rant or whatever, but sometimes like that's, that's what, that's what it's about. Sometimes it is just a part of the process. This is, I I don't want anyone to feel any type of way. Again, please don't feel bad for me. That's not the point of me saying this, but like, I just got a comment on the podcast, which you can leave comments on Spotify. If you didn't know that saying that it was annoying that I laughed every sentence in a podcast episode. And it brought me back to actually one of the few times I think I've actually cried because of YouTube comments. Sorry, I just laughed. I'm sorry if you're listening. The person who hates me laughing. Um, I don't even know what it was. I can't remember the video, but it was some type of, you know, tutorial, some type of value. Hey, here's how to do XYZ SEO content. And some guy wrote that he was really enjoying the video until I smiled until the moment I smiled in the video because I was telling some little anecdote or sharing something about my life that made me smile. And that really forever will stick with me. And I always, I try so hard not to look at the analytics on YouTube because I notice whenever I do laugh or smile, drop off happens. Viewers drop off when I laugh or smile. Isn't that such a disturbing thing to hear. Like, wow, we hate it so much when you're having fun that we're going to stop watching. We're going to leave a comment, tell you to please not do that. And again, if you're the person who wrote this, I know it wasn't even, it was not probably not written with ill intent. The point I'm trying to drive across here is that I saw in my analytics that people would unsubscribe or click out when I smiled or laughed or did something silly or shared a bit of my personality. So I stopped doing those things. And I'm at the point where it's quality over quantity, right? Are those the types of people who I want to be pouring my energy into? Are those the types of people who I want to be working so hard to please? They're not. You're not, if you're listening, with all due respect. I want this to be a supportive community of everybody involved. There are going to be highs. There are going to be lows. I'm going to laugh, and I might even cry once in a while, and uh, that's okay, you are driving your own ship. I want you to remember that. Again, I'm going to bring it back to you and I'm going to say this a couple times for myself too. I am driving my own ship. That is the cool thing about working for yourself. That is the cool thing about creating your own content. 
yes, of course it is for other people or else, you know, if you only do it selfishly, people are not going to listen. But at the end of the day, you call the shots, you make the decisions. And I really want you to keep smiling because last thing I'm going to say is since I stopped doing those things, since I stopped being silly, since I stopped laughing and smiling and opening up, I have felt very closed off. I have not felt incredibly authentic. Not that I have lied or or tried to mislead anyone or, or been fake, but I feel there is something missing when I watch my videos and I hear it from you all that you ask me, am I, am I okay? You know, you haven't seen much from me on Instagram stories anymore. You haven't seen that. And, and that's the reason it's because I think the pressure to become perfect and polished and always useful and always valuable became a lot so much so that I lost what made some of you come here in the first place. And so I'm going to wrap up the episode by saying my goal while I'm basically on spring break from YouTube. I mean, I hope my revenue comes back. Who knows? It might not. But for now, I'm going to take it as a little vacation. We're going to have a cozy fall, my favorite time of year. We're going to do some vlogs. We're going to do some interviews. We're going to work on some more creative projects. Of course, you're going to get the how-to content that you know and love. Please let me know what you want to hear more of. If there's anything you want to you wanna see, of course, I'm going to keep doing that. But we're also going to have a little fun. And if you're not here for that, you know, it's been, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> okay? Sorry. Another laugh. You know what? No, I'm not going to apologize. I'm going to laugh. All right. Um, that's it. I just want to kind of give you a little pep talk, give myself a little pep talk, give you a little update. I will be back for a regular podcast on Friday. It's going to be a what's new in social podcast. Please stay tuned for that and check out the vlog. If you get bored this weekend and you want to watch a video, I talk about a lot of other things, um, that I've been struggling with in my business, to be honest. It's uh, I guess the struggle week here in the content community, the Freelance Friday podcast community. But I do hope you enjoy the vlog. And if not, I will talk to you next week for the podcast. Thanks so much. And also last thing, thank you if you reached out to me after the the first update. I got so many emails, text messages, uh, DMs, all of that. And I really, really appreciate those of you who reached out and also just shared feedback about what you'd, what you'd like to see. Um, I really appreciate you. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next time.